Good afternoon, and welcome to the podcast of Holistic Restoration Ministries in Chapin, South Carolina. I am Apostle Agnes E. Watson Lindler, founder, senior pastor, and CEO of Holistic. This is our first podcast, and again, you are welcome. Thank you for tuning in. The series that we're currently be teaching from is called Level Up. Seven Keys to Moving to the Next Level in the Things of God. We will be talking about how to level up in our thoughts, our thinking, our attitude, and our relationship to both God and man. The seven keys to leveling up are some tactical things that we need to learn in order to move from one level to the next. The first thing that we're going to be dealing with as we talk about going to the next level is understanding what it takes to get to the next level. We have to first set a foundation. So first thing I want to talk about is the fact that in order to go to the next level, you have to literally move from where you are currently and to go to the place where God desires for you to be. In order to level up, you have to desire to want to go up. And generally speaking, people say that they want to go up. But they do very little or very few things to prepare in the go up. We need to understand that as we level up that we will gain some things as well as lose some things. But when you are being tested, that's a great sign. The opposition itself is a great sign that God is doing something in your life to cause you to shift from the level that you're standing on to a higher level. I say oftentimes that when you have outgrown the level that you're on, everything around you will begin to be uncomfortable. For those ladies that have had natural children, their own children physically, there comes a point in your pregnancy where you have literally outgrown everything that you have to wear. Your shoes, your clothes, nothing fits comfortably. And you'll find that you'll have to go out and purchase a few new items in order to prepare for the level that you're currently on. What happens in the spirit world is that we've grown so much in the things of God on a particular level until it's no longer comfortable there. The conversations that we have with certain people are no longer comfortable. The relationships that we have with certain things are no longer comfortable. Nothing fits us in that place. We've outgrown that place. We become so impregnated with the things of God to live in the next place that we've outgrown the step that we're standing on. So in that regard, God is saying it's time to move from where you are to the next level. And in doing that, you leave behind what was in the former level so that you can live on your current level. What am I saying? I'm saying in order to live in your new location, in order to live in your new place, in order to live and grow and function properly in your new anointing, you have to function, live, grow up. Operate on the new level and forget the level that is behind you. Paul says, forgetting those things that are behind, I press forward toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. So we have to let go of what's behind us. 
I often wonder what is it about humanity that makes us try to fit ourselves in a place that does not fit us. When we outgrow something, why do we continue to make ourselves fit into something that no longer is comfortable for us? For example, if you've gained some weight over the holidays and you were wearing a size 20 and now you're in a size 22, then you need to make it work for you. In other words, what I'm saying... 20 is no longer comfortable. So you need to find a place that is comfortable for you. You need to move into your new level of glory. You need to move into your new level of anointing. Hear me. Not all opposition is of the devil. Somehow we in the body of Christ have been taught to believe that all opposition is from the evil one. Not so. Sometimes God is wanting to stretch us beyond where we are. He's wanting to move us to the next level. So in order for us to uproot where we are from that place of comfort, God will begin to squeeze us out of the place and push us into the next place. Most of the opposition in our lives, either self-inflicted or otherwise, is allowed by God because he is trying to reestablish his kingdom in us, meaning somewhere along the way, we got off course. And in our getting off course, instead of operating in and of the things of God, the kingdom, we begin to operate in a worldly mindset. So God is saying, in order for me to operate in kingdom, I've got to get the world out of you and the kingdom back in you. So God has to move us up these steps gradually in every portion of our lives so that we can operate in a kingdom mindset where we have dominion over the earth. Amen. So let us look at our scripture reference for the foundational setting of this Level Up series. Coming from Exodus chapter 1 beginning at verse number 8 through verse 17. Reading from the New King James Version, I will attempt to explain each verse, either together or separately, but in a way that we can all grow and learn. Exodus chapter 1 verse 8 says, Now there arose a new king over Egypt, who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Look, The people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal harshly with them, lest they multiply, and it happen in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us, and so go up out of the land. Here we have a Pharaoh who has come into leadership. And the leader, the new leader, did not know Joseph. From our Bible history, we know that Joseph is a man who feared God. That he was sold into slavery by his brothers. He grew in favor, in stature with God and man. And he was placed in second command in Pharaoh's house. Joseph was dead. Everybody that was connected to Joseph on that level was dead. And this new Pharaoh came into being, and the word of God says that this new king over Egypt did not know Joseph. Hear me. When you are going from level to level, you will find out that the people around you do not know your God. 
Amen. Sometimes they are familiar with the things that your God have, has done, but they do not have a relationship with your God. So causing you to suffer some things does not cost them anything because they don't know your God. They don't understand what it takes to be in relationship with your God. They have been set there by the enemy particularly to do a work not realizing that God is using them for his glory. The word says that this Pharaoh did not know Joseph and he began to plant seeds of discord in verses 9 and 10 when he said basically listen the children of Israel are more than we are say number wise they're larger than we are so we've got to do something to deal with them we've got to oppress them we've got to do something to make them think that their God is not on their side because they're more than us because what's going to happen is that in the event of war in the event that they get empowered about who they really are on the inside they are going to come against us and they're going to leave us in this place what am I saying one of the foundational things that we need to know about going to the next level is you have to know who you are in God. You have to know that the God in you is mightier than any army that will come against you. You need to know that the power of God in you is greater than any enemy, any obstacle, any foe, any financial situation, any sickness that will come against you. You need to know that your enemy already knows that you are mighty in God. So their job, your enemy's job is to keep you bound to the idea that you are in bondage to something, that you are in bondage to debt, that you are in bondage to sickness, because if you ever realize how mighty you are in God, according to the word of God, then you're going to fight against your enemy, and the word says in verse 10 that you're going to leave that place. Amen. So you got to know, in God, you are mighty army, all by yourself. You are a mighty army. So who cares what the opposition says about you going from one level to the next? Because in God, you've already won the victory. Verse 11 in Exodus 1 says, Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with hard burdens. And they built for Pharaoh supply cities. Here's the key verse I want us to see. Verse 12 says, But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were in dread of the children of Israel. Hear me, people of God. In order for the enemy to try to get over on us, the word says that they will set taskmaster over us to afflict us with their burdens, not with burdens that belong to us, but the burdens of our taskmasters. In other words, the Egyptians could have built these supply cities on their own, but because the Pharaoh gave them permission and specific instructions to burden the Israelite children unnecessarily, they placed this burden on them to oppress them. In other words, they had to work overtime. They had to work two jobs. They had to work a piece of job. They found themselves always being busy about the work for someone else. But in verse 12, there comes liberty because the word says, but the more they were afflicted, the more they multiplied and grew. Hear me. We who are in the body.
body of Christ grow through our afflictions. The more they afflicted the Israelites, the more they multiplied, the more babies came, the more they grew, the more they could bear the burden. And Pharaoh could not understand. He couldn't understand what was going on because he was giving them the heaviest burden that he could give them. But even in trying to burden them down with unnecessary things that God had not given them, the children of Israel rose to the test. They always multiplied. They were always greater than Egypt physically. But somehow in their minds, they always felt like they were lesser. What am I saying? In our spirit man, in our inner man, in the kingdom of God in us, we are already victorious and greater than our enemies. Our enemy knows it, but God needs for us to catch up with our inner man. Our spirit knows it. The enemy knows it. God wants to know when are you going to realize how powerful you are in him and begin to operate in the kingdom principles to move you from a level of subsistence living to where you are in dominion over every area of your life. According to the scriptures in verse 13, the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with vigor and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar in brick and in all manner of service in the field all their service in which they made them serve was with rigor here we have a king who has such a low self-esteem and self-value of himself that he has to literally beat the strength out of someone by making them work not only in brick and mortar but in the field all day long. Hear me what I'm saying. The taskmasters over us now may not be a pharaoh that has us out working in a field, but it's debt collection. It's bad health. It's bad choices. It's things that we cause on ourselves, and it's things that other people have inflicted on us. But whatever is happening, whomever is afflicting us, whomever our taskmaster is, God wants us to know that you are more and me than they are by themselves. They're operating out of a kingdom of darkness, but God says you're operating out of a kingdom of light. And if you would just get to the place where you understand that you are the kingdom of God, that the power of God that raised Jesus from the dead is living inside of you, then we can operate from a place of dominion from the kingdom of God that lives within us and we can move from glory to glory and not find ourselves in the shadows. Do you ever feel like the more you work, the tireder you get? No matter how much you try to rest, you just can't rest. Because it's the spirit of the taskmaster that has attached itself to you and to me. And no matter how many eight hours of rest we get, we never get up rested. And it's because the taskmaster desires to drain us of our peace, drain us of our health, drain us of everything concerning the kingdom of God so that we will be too tired to know who we are in.
in God and what we deserve in God and be too tired to require and speak dominion over our lives and the lives of our children and our ministries. The enemy, the taskmaster desires to wear us out with tiredness so that we cannot rise to the occasion and put our foot over the enemy's head. Verse 15, and we're almost done, says that the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives of whom the name of one was Shifra and the name of the other was Pua. And he said, when you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on the birthing stool, if it is a son, then you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. Listen to this, people of God. The enemy is so cunning that he will try to words of death concerning you to the people that God has placed to be a blessing in your life. Hear me. Please make certain that the people that are around you ears have been circumcised to hear the voice of God. The word of God says that when Pharaoh had worked the Egyptians so much that they were tired, but they still multiplied, he became concerned and he decided to come at them another way. I oftentimes tell the saints in Chapin that when the enemy can't come at you through the front door, then he'll try to get at you through the back door. So here we are. The enemy couldn't come at them through the front, so he tried to come in through the back. And he told the midwives, listen, when the Israelites are giving birth and you see that it's a man, I want a boy. I want you to kill the boy right away. Why? I begin to ask God why. And the Lord told me, because if if they could separate the family, take the man out of the home, then they would weaken the household. And if the seed was not there, then there could be no productivity. Yes, women can produce children, but we cannot produce them without a seed. Except the seed is planted somewhere, then the next generation cannot grow. So the Pharaoh was trying to make certain that every male child had been killed so the next generation could get weaker and weaker and weaker. But I bless God that every time the enemy tries to place a stumbling block, God will make our enemy our footstool. Hallelujah. Bless God because the Lord lets us know in his word that he always has a ram in the bush. And although these women were given specific instruction from Pharaoh, verse 17 gives us our resolve. It says, but the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. Hear me, people of God. Everywhere you have destiny, everywhere you have purpose, God has a midwife that fears him on your birthing stool. Amen. Bless God. He has somebody there that has been pre-designed, that has his heart, his nature, his mind, that is going to help you birth your purpose to life. They will not cause death. They will not cause harm. There will be no miscarriage, but because they fear God, they will not do what the king of darkness says. They will not operate in the Babylonian system. They will not operate out of spirit of Pharaoh, but because they fear God, they're going to save the male children. And what does that do? It gives us hope for the next generation. Because for every male child that is saved, a seed has the potential to be planted into positive ground that will grow and mature into the next kingdom fighter, into the next prophet, into the next apostle until the next five-fold ministry that will tear down the 
kingdom of God. What am I saying? That God is trying to get more righteous seed in the earth. And in order to do that, he's using us. And he's letting us know, come up out of that place of mediocrity. Come up out of that place of barrenness. I need to get you off of that level so you can operate on the next level. Hear me, people of God. In these seven keys of moving to the next level, the very first thing we need to know and understand is that this will only be done through great opposition. But the more we are afflicted, the word promises, the more we're going to multiply. So what? Your business is not doing well now because it's being afflicted. Hear me, people of God. In the next season, it's going to multiply. So you're going through in your marriage and your finances because it's being afflicted. In the next season, it's going to multiply. So you're going through in your ministry and people are falling away from the truth and no longer want to hear sound doctrine only because you're being afflicted. But in the next level... God is going to give you increase through your affliction. Hear me. There's a midwife somewhere waiting for you to get in position so that she can help you birth your destiny that it might live. Let me say that again. There's a midwife somewhere waiting for you to get in position so that she can help you birth your purpose, your destiny, your ministry, your business, so that she can help you make it. It is time. In this hour that we ready ourselves for the next level. God is saying there is so much more for us on the next level. But you've got to go through this affliction. Because I need for you to know that the more you are afflicted, the more of me is going to grow on the inside. The more of the kingdom is going to be glorified on the inside. The more you are afflicted, the more I can give you dominion over the area that you're coming out of. Because God wants us to reign and rule in every aspect of our lives people of God it's time to go to the next level it is time to dominate in every level it's time to know what God is saying for us in every way that where that we go and in every place that we stand the word is still true as it was when God whispered it to Adam the same remains today when he said for us to have dominion He met over every aspect. Don't allow depression, disconnection, self-will, barrenness, brokenness, emptiness, whatever is your ism, don't allow it to become the reason that you don't step into your next level. The word of God warns us that the enemy will come at us with all types of devices to keep us with our heads bowed down. But people of God, there's a midwife waiting and she's waiting for you and she's waiting for me to get on the birthing stool so that we can begin to push our way to the next level. We can begin to pray our way and trust our way to the next level because the midwife's job is to help us bring to fruition that thing that is burning on the inside of us. If you have not connected to a midwife, pray and ask God to send you one that will travail with you in the spirit. One that will war for you in the spirit. One that knows demonic warfare and has come out with victorious stripes. Someone who's gone through the battle and have the scars to prove it. What is God saying? Get ready to stand in your next level. Because 
He's going to shed everything off of you in this place. Learn the lessons, but move on to the next place. Learn what you need to learn, but move on to the next place. God wants us to go from glory to glory. He desires that we walk a life of dominion. In order to do that, people of God, we've got to get in our birthing position. We've got to get in the right place. For those of us that are struggling in ministry, I hear the Lord say, when you get in the place where he told you to be, then he will multiply your ministry. He will multiply your business. He will multiply your family. He will give you dominion over your finances and your health. But you've got to get in the place. You've got to get in the position. You've got to get ready for God to do what he said he's going to do. He's waiting on you to get in position so that he can place you in the next level. So that he can put in your hands what he desires to put there. There are people waiting on you. There are nations waiting on you to get in position so that you can ready yourself for the next level. I hear the spirit of God say, who's ready to move to the next level? Are you ready, people of God, to move to the next level through the opposition, through the affliction, through every setup that the enemy tries to send your way? We no longer focus on the setup, but we look at the blessing that God has for us once we make it through. We're looking in search for our next level. We're looking for the midwife to help us push this thing to the next level. No longer are we going to drag trying to wonder what God is doing. But in this hour, it's time for us to push to the next level. Glory to God. So that we can stand in the place of God in our next level and have glory after we've gone through this level. What am I saying? It's time to move to the next level. Let's get ready for the journey to move to the next level so that God can get the glory out of us. God, we thank you for this lesson teaching us the foundation of what it takes to ready ourselves for the next lesson, the next level. Teach us, God, through the affliction to stand ready. Teach us through the affliction that though it be hard, God, you have a midwife getting in position. Teach us, God, to push while we're on the birthing stool so that those that come behind us might be able to see us and see the glory of God through us that you might be edified. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing, for teaching us to level up and move out of this place so that we can have dominion in the next place. Thank you, God. For all that you're doing. Thank you God for bringing forth our midwife. And thank you God. That our seed shall not drop to the ground. But that it shall accomplish. Everything you've placed in us. For it to accomplish. God we love you. And we bless you. For the journey. To the next level. In Jesus name. Amen. Be blessed people of God. See you in our next podcast.